Yes. <laughs> Kathy, did you rub the embroidered clitoris I for good luck? Dr- I did the, the lilac clit. The lilac clitoris. You have, to, you have to. You have to rub it for good luck before the show begins. Is that like now a thing? It is now a thing. Let us rub the clit. I rubbed the clit. That. Oh, Nixie. Oh. Nixie doth. <laughs> did I get it in the right spot or is that hood? I'm not looking. It's hood. <laughs> it's hood. Shit. <laughs> God, I sucked. You'd think I'd know these things by now. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your <laughs> desires might be strained? Perverted Podcast! Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from Boogie's storage shed. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! In North Hollywood, California. It is a magical fucking place. In front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hello! <laughs> I'm Kathy. I am Boogie. <laughs> I'm still Boogie. Unger. Unger. Yes, Boogie. How are you doing today, Unger? It's a wonderful day, Boogie. <laughs> the sun was shining, the birds were singing, it was fantastic. That's great. Did you go outside and pet a dog? On the crotch? <laughs> yes, yes, no. Yes, no, you didn't you didn't give the dog a red rocket? No, no, no. No. And not out, I didn't pet the dog while outside. I was inside while petting the dog. And Very good. I went outside, though. Very oh good. Because it's always a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day, Unger. It's so good to have you in there. We had a wonderful day yesterday. <laughs> Every day is a Thanks wonderful to Kathy. day. Thanks what? to Kathy. Well, <laughs> oh, that's right. I had my rental. You here. had your rental. The rental was fun. Yes. And Unger showed up. It was freaky. Unger did show up. It was great. I'm like, Unger just walked in the door. I feel so honored. Unger was at my rental, bitches. He cared. He did. He cares he about you. Too. He loves that. So it was good. That was yeah. fun. It was fun, and I got boobies. What? 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 I got. I got to fondle lots of boobies. Really? It was just like a boob boobtopia. It was boob alicious. There were so many lovely boobs, and they were all exposed. And every time some chick would walk in, I'm all, I'm sorry, but you have to take your boobs out. That's the part oh, of the rules. That's 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 leadership. That that's is leadership right. in command. I'm turning into a shark. I think. Oh, <laughs> not really. Oh, no, you're no. not. Not really. But, but Karen, you're getting close. Carrie's here in the audience, and she was one of the lovely booby ladies. Did you? Uh, did Kathy fondle you? Get up there. I has boobies, and she touched him, and I liked it. <laughs> did she? Did she bite him? Not yet. No, but I couldn't keep my hands off of them. Every time really? I would see it. Well, she has the nicest boobs. I and think the we might be skin. up to a three you, and three quarters. You have the no. nicest Ooh. boobs. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's it. Little mouth, little mouth biting nipples. No, I, I did don't. I did bite someone else's nipples, but uh, Carrie was having a lot of fun with Creative Explorer, and I'm like, I am not going to interfere with that because I was having much fun just watching. Do you perv? You so you I perv. I totally you. perv. I was telling her earlier... Just that's my fantasy is just to sit in a corner with a bag of popcorn and have nobody <laughs> notice me while I watch. That's damn near creepy. It is. I consent. That is damn near creepy. <laughs> Not you, creepy. Not you. That's creepy, creepy. <laughs> yes, yes, creepy is here too. And Captain <laughs> Fantasy. Hmm. Oh, what I... is uh, reverse fucking machine fail? Well, let's first talk about our kinky no. gaming night no, that no, happens no, on wouldn't... Wednesday. No, 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 uh, Wednesday. Yeah, this coming Wednesday, March 15th, is our Kinky Gaming 8 to Midnight, $10. 8 to Midnight, and the gaming nights have been getting awesomer and awesomer. People are having a lot of fun doing it. 
we have prizes now. We have a break room challenge. You come in, you win some awesome prizes. It's macaroni. Uh, it's a glass dildo butt plug. Uh-huh. It's like a really nice, smooth uh, glass dildo butt plug. Tell which, them what they won. Huh? That's what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's it. Uh, and it's guess the macaronies because oh, I didn't have, have anything one. else Good. to catch. Yeah, Excellent. I told you. That's what Thank I'm you. telling you. That's what the fucking prize is. God. It's a glass thing, and you got to guess how many macaronis are in the bowl. Oh, it's just, not the most creative it, it thing, isn't. but I, but, but the prize is great. But we were having those questionnaire things, and like people weren't all answering it. So this, everyone has a chance to write down their name and win something. Don't so. diss my questionnaire. I'm not. It was very good, but I tried to save you some trouble because okay, they were a little random, <gasps> a little random, and people didn't know. What's uh, going on? That's good. So uh, who are we checking in with? The freaks? No, no, no. What's checking the freaks? In the chat room. Oh, Unger! <laughs> yes, Boogie! Is there anyone in the chat room, Unger? We have, we, we have like 13 people in the did chat King room Did King and right Princess now. come back? Yes, they did. Okay. Does after... anybody in the chat room actually listen to the show, or they just all hang out for the chat well, room? Do we have um, anyone from Oregon? Well, King and Princess are in, so yes, we know they listen. Uh, could be Chris Mino listens. Laz is in. He's listening. Mark and... Well, Mark and Creepy are in. <laughs> they're they're tell, in the room. You know what? Tell Laz we're going to be doing one of his posts. He doesn't even know. Okay, I will let him know. Okay. <laughs> Is that tonight? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bell's in, and we know she listens. Well, good. Pink tell lady who always listens while she's working out. We have very fun conversations about that. Tell our lovely, sexy listeners that we uh, love Zero them in Thoughts the chat room. Who hasn't been in a month, so it was great. Yeah, That's good. Crafts, um, Carlos, but he never listens. <laughs> Captain he Fantasy's doesn't. in too, by he the just, way. He just has a bird. Captain Fantasy's here in the audience, yes, and he's, he's in the in chat the room. Oh, hey. Look at that. He just looks like he just got caught. He's <laughs> like, hey, he just pointed at Creepy. There Creepy's in, too. There's more people in this room in the chat than there are not in the chat. <laughs> well, you know what? Christ. That's true. There are one, two, three, four, five, six people in this room. And four of them Carrie, are in the chat. you stay <laughs> focused. I have ADD. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy has to grope your boobs. I will grope the boobs. Catheter. That's your new name. Kathy Catheter. Kathy, Kathy Catheter. That's it. Get the boobs. That's it. Yeah. Oh, oh, this, this is nice boob action. It's nice here. to have a show. I gotta tell you, she's got some nice boob. I'm just gonna slip a, my just, hand in. Just getting the, the hand in there. <sighs> Does it make you wish you had a strap on so you could titty fuck them motherfuckers? <laughs> Sorry, got Is that your fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I just supposed to stay like this wee, for the wee, show. Wee. I'm very relaxed right now. All right, well, let's. Uh, we're gonna go on to some fat life stuff. I'm what? sorry. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you fucking twelve year old. Focus. Hello. I wasn't even pretending that I didn't even hear this you. This is show 93, huh? <laughs> this sorry. is it after 93. Yes. Fat life stuff, Boogie. <laughs> oh, we're going to fat life stuff? No, we can't because I have to tell my story. Yes, please tell your story. Okay, so uh, this is going to take the room down a little bit. Mark doesn't even know about this. Oh, brother. So, <laughs> so the other day, you know, sometimes I get in the mood, you know, when I'm by myself. Oh, no. And... Uh, and so, you know, I'm like, I don't feel adventurous because, you know, I have a lot of sex and it's wonderful and I have wonderful people to have sex with and we're very exploring and we do lots of different stuff. So I'm very engaged mentally and, and because I have a lot of sex, I'm not, I'm old, so I don't really get horny that often. Um, but for some reason I just kind of had like that, you know, that weird, like 12 year old kind of, uh, you know. Pre, you know, pubescent masturbatory thing. Like, I'm like, I want to stick my dick in something that I haven't stuck my dick in. You know, I just want to, I want something. I want to try something, 
you know, like, you know, you roll up a thing and fuck the mattress or something like that. Look, all the guys are like, ah, yes, I, yes of course, I understand that. Plastic bag, you know, it's whatever. And then, of course, Sexplanations made the floofy, the whatever those things are called. And so I'm like, I just want to do something to where something stimulates my wiener without me having to actually do anything. I tried a TENS unit. You know, and I put that on my cock, and that really just didn't do anything. A Hitachi, you know, for some guys, they really love a Hitachi on their junk. That doesn't do it. I mean, it feels nice, but it's more like a massage. It doesn't really arouse me or whatever. So I'm like, God, I just wish I could do something. And I'm like, huh, what do I have? And I'm looking around. It's like 3 in the morning in that creepy time where you start getting, like, you know, kind of weird, horny. And and I'm like, how could I get... You know, Fee gave me that fucking machine. Oh, boogie. So, now I know what you're thinking. (laughs) I know what you're all thinking. It's it look like fucking Mark's eyes just went 100. No, not to penetrate me. So I'm like, well, what am I going to do with this? So I'm like, if I could build some sort of vagina that I could affix to the fucking machine... Then maybe I could kind of sit there and it would jerk me off. Like a thing. See, look, everyone's now the eye. Look, all the little fucking eyes are, are like starting to think. We're horrified so, is what we are. So I got my, uh, I got, this is a total failure, by the way. Um, I got my penis pump. You know, you have one of those penis pumps. It's a tube and you put every penis, you, you suction your penis. So I'm like, okay, that's got to be my vagina. So I fucking, I get the duct tape because <laughs> duct tape are good and i attach it to the thing and i said it. it's just a toolbox you know it's not the real fancy one mm-hmm. and we haven't done it on the show yet we haven't fucked someone on the show with the fucking machine it's not the greatest fucking machine but it is a fucking machine and it fucks mm-hmm. so i kind of put the thing on the end and, and i'm like okay and i I'm, I'm trying to stand in front there's nothing there's no height you know that i can get it's on the bed under a pillow and i'm trying to lean against it and and, and there's that those voices in the back of your head that are just going, dude, you, what is wrong with you? <laughs> this is so awkward. But um, thank you, Creepy. Thank you for showing me some sort of fucking... It's a fleshlight, it's a fleshlight fucking, uh, fucking machine. Ew. So, um, so I attach the thing, and, and I can't get the thing, and so I'm like, well, I'm going to sit in the chair, and so then I fucking rubber glove the inside of the thing, you know, and... I'm you having to... trouble even picturing this in my so head. So I get the tube. Well, you get the tube, and then I put a rubber glove inside of it, and then put a rubber band around it, so now it's kind of sort of pussy, and and so I, like, kind of sit in a chair, and I'm, I'm leaning, and it has two speeds. It has, like, really fast and slow, and it's, like, this giant hardware toggle switch and i'm holding this thing and i'm trying to scoot in the chair and and i'm like this is just awkward and i got no erection whatsoever because i'm in like scientist mode and i'm like okay so let's put on some fucking try to find some porn and things and i fucking i'm trying to get you just something and i'm like not like it's sort of coming at me and then i'm like well i gotta find some porn and then i fucking turn the thing upside down and i flick the switch the wrong way and it goes at high speed it fucking jabs right in my fucking nuts (laughs) and i'm like ah ah shit fuck and i start squirming away but i have nowhere to go because i pushed the thing against the wall so it would have pressure and now i'm fucking wounded in my testicles i'm not aroused whatsoever and i'm like this isn't working and i kept trying to get it and find the porn and 
And so I kind of got it in, and it started to feel like, okay, well, you know, because I'm not going to stop. You know, I'm invested at this point. So now I'm kind of invested in the thing, and I kind of got like a half heart on in the thing. And, and so I'm kind of like trying to lean back and watch some, you know, girl, girl strap on anal porn. And I'm like, I'm wa- and watching, and I'm like, okay, well, that kind of feels good. I could, I, I could, and I'm like, you know, for all of this effort. I could have jerked off like 18 fucking times and gone to bed. And so I just literally click the toggle thing off and it just winds down. Fail, fail, fail. (laughs) That is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard you say. (laughs) Mark's just looking at me going. When there's nobody here at night. This is why I just need to keep the chicks here. To keep me uh, inter- entertained. Just another day on Fat Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. And reverse fucking machines. <laughs> the types of things you see on Fat Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. It was really painful, Kathy. I can imagine. It was a, the tube are your, is hard are your balls plastic. Bruised? I don't know. I'm not going to look at you know. Mark, not, you got to tell us if no, later his no, balls. No, they're okay. not. All right. <laughs> this is so not, horrifying. Not. I can't get away from this thing. <laughs> I was trapped. It was awful. Oh, my God. I'm like, not a bottom. All right, what do we got? Uh, uh, we've got a post by Lazarus Touch. Let me just tell you, Lazarus is in the chat room right now. Sure. He's one of our fans. What's up, Lazarus? <laughs> he sends us quite a few posts in which he gives us tons of ideas and he comes at us with so many creative things i don't know what to do with a guy i mean he's an artist he's a writer and i wish we had something for him to do because he's like i want to help the show i'm already pimping you guys out I'm he's getting us fucking things to he talk totally, about yes keep, sir, keep and then lazarus he's all, your job is to keep doing what you're doing that's right that and, helps the show you're all, doing I'm incredible a, i'm a good writer too you should look at some of my posts i'm all yeah 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 how many times have i heard that and i go and look somewhere and he's it's got like, some good oh my, stuff oh my lord he's got some good stuff and he's given us blanket permission so i'll pretty much never be asking him for permission he already has given it to us all right let's talk about some stuff he wrote a post called i used to be afraid of the gays <laughs> in quotes it's gonna be another good one so there's a there's a quite a beginning that I'll just paraphrase. He he used to, as a kid, uh, to, uh, did some play in which he had to play the girl, and he got so much flack from his friends about, oh, you had to hold hands with the guy that he decided oh, not yeah. to. Yes, he decided not to do it. Later on in life, totally regretted it and ended up touring with some acting company and became friends with a lot of, uh, of gay people. Right. And one of them said something that really uh, made him stand up and te- take notice. His gay friend described homophobia for him and it's something that he's used ever since and this is the way his friend described it homophobia isn't the fear of gay people but rather the fear of the homosexual tendencies within oneself and he says holy crap of course i hadn't been afraid of name calling or ridicule or touching a boy's hand i'd been afraid that those things might unleash some theretofore unknown urge to be a gay so i had to ask myself a question i had never thought to ask Am I attracted to guys? The answer didn't require any thought as it's a question of innate identity and preference. The answer for me happened to be no. And that settled the debate in one fell swoop. I had been cured of my homophobia. We are all omnivores, but some people prefer meat, just as we are all omnisexual, but some people prefer 
well, meat. <laughs> that is a great fucking post. It's a Favorite, lot longer. Oh, look, Bunny's just trying to sneak by. <laughs> Fifteen minutes late. Where are you going? Get over here. <laughs> get over. You don't come in here late and not get swats for being late. Get over here. She doesn't look happy. Get over here. Get under. Get under the thing. Turn around. Turn it. Come in here. Turn it. Turn around. He's just right here. You say. Mm. Other side. Say, I will not be late. I will not. Well, I can't promise that. Yes, I will not be late. You will not be. Oh, God, I love it. Just say it, honey. No, you don't have to say anything. Uh. Now, give me a kiss. Shut up, creepy. Poor bunny. You horrible man, you. (laughs) Feel better? I do. (laughs) You were spanking me with boobs. <laughs> I uh I had um I had a similar experience when I was a kid. I was well, I had this whole I like literally, you know, you have your favorite bands when you're a kid and uh my uncle worked in I don't know, some in, in industry in the record industry or something and he used to get us whole catalogs of people's bands. And I remember he came with a box of records and my sister got The Who and I got Elton John. And I got literally his entire catalog. And so for like a year and a half, like my life was these Elton John records. And he was my hero in the songwriting and Bernie Toppin's lyrics and just Captain Fantastic and Bitches Back and just so many amazing, wonderful stories. And I remember that I was like, I don't know, fifth, sixth grade or whatever. And and somebody, because of the weird sexual stuff that i had when i was a little kid uh with the other boys i was very paranoid when the kids started calling each other fag and uh and i talked about you know elton john's really cool and there you know that guy's gay right you know and everyone's like fag 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 and i remember i literally just took all my albums and put them away because it was no longer cool to listen to elton john because of that and i remember how that kind of I thought back on that. Obviously, you get older, you deal with all your demons and stuff like that. But yeah, I, when I read this, I was like, wow, I did something like that when I was a kid. And I remember specifically because of someone's fucking orientation, I couldn't you know, really enjoy listening to their music. Yeah, and yeah. when you're a kid, it's hard to... His story, just like yours, begins very early in life. Yeah, a lot of programming, a lot yeah. of negative, like there's something negative around. Yeah, he has even part of the post where he talks about his mom saying she was afraid that he, if he went into He's going to be with them, influenced, he, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, it, homophobia, it's a phobia, it's a fear. You, and that fear can be based on many things, but it, it was surprising what he brought up, that it's a fear that that might be a tendency that comes up in you that is mostly the reason why. And that's most, I've never heard that, I've actually surprisingly never heard that angle because I always kind of thought it was like, well, because, I mean, you remember Larry, you know, and I lived with Larry who was about as gay as you could be, <laughs> and 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 I would be like, so Larry, do you think I'm homophobic? And he's all, no, you hate men. <laughs> so that's, there's a difference. <laughs> that's true. And I go, that is true. Um but, you know, there's always that kind of dealing with that boundaries and what it is. And I had to go through my own thing. Am I attracted to men? Why do I hate men so much? And, you know, to get to that point, well, am I attracted or, you know, am I just attracted to sex? Because that's a lot of that kind of came down to that, to where, you know, as an animal, you could have sex with anything. 
You know, you could have sex with a pound of hamburger meat in the right circumstances if you can detach your head from it in the animal sense. And I know you cringe by saying that because you have been programmed to say, well, that's disgusting and you shouldn't do that. But if you're in the wild, then you could have sex with anything because nobody's put that that thought in your head. And so much of what we do in kink is the releasing of those thoughts for a lot of us, at least for me as a you know former Christian, um, purging those thoughts and having to rediscover that these things were just programs that other people put in our head to fuck us up because they were afraid themselves and dealing with their own insecurities that they didn't want to deal with. Yeah. It's a hard thing, even if later in life, like you did and like he did, you, you have enough of a head on your shoulders that you can look back and honestly look at what, what are the reasons. It's still tough to do. Even if you are a mature, pragmatic, smart person, it's a tough thing to do to look back and really ask yourself, why do I, why do I have this, this fear? Did you and ever fear, uh, have a fear of being uh, me? bisexual? Yes. No, I had a fear of being gay because right. when I was a, a young teenager, I had a lot of fantasies with women. And they, at the time, they were the predominant fantasies. And I wondered, right. oh, my God, am I gay? And I'm just, I just don't know it um, because I didn't have a lot of attraction to men back then. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified, terrified because in my mind, that meant I would be shunned. I would be ridiculed. I would be on the fringes of society, and I did not want to be there. It had nothing to do with being gay. Right. It, it all had to do with the connotation surrounding that word as a kid that I had soaked up in my brain based on every book I'd read and every movie I'd seen and every television show I watched and watching in the halls of my own school the way people who were gay were treated. Sure. You, you take all that in, and it doesn't matter that it feels amazing to have those fantasies and you see somebody that you're attracted to, it's the same sex, and you just want to go over there. That None of that matters. All that matters is that... How are people going to look at you? Exactly. How are they going to treat yeah. you? So it's a, I, I thought uh, it was a very brave post for him to write. Very Anyone have uh, some thoughts about this? Wow, oddly silent. You're all you're all gay secretly. Is that what this is? No. You're all secretly dealing with your gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here comes Carrie. Carrie's bold. It's no secret. I am a multisexual. If it's sexual, I probably like it. Hamburger meat. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Pussy Look cookies. Pussy, pussy cookies. burgers. Put- let's do it. <laughs> Barbecue grill, motherfucker. Let's do it. <laughs> Get it in. That's right. <laughs> I can always depend on you, Carrie. Very happy to have you here. Great post. That is good. Good stuff. Yes. All right. Moving on to the next. On to the next one is by Nala Puppy Girl. Not exactly. Nala sure Puppy Girl. Nala Puppy Girl. She wrote, can masochism be learned? Absolutely. So she also has a long opening in which she talks about... Um, how her play developed over time, how it changed, how maybe she started liking this or not liking this, um, and how through diligence and through really paying attention to her own body, um, things changed. And her willingness, more important, importantly, to embrace changes. Um, after going over all of this in great detail, it was a really good post, she writes, none of this happened in my first scene or my 10th. It takes time to learn your body. Listen to what it's saying and then learn to let go. Just when you think you've got it figured out, something changes. Embrace it. Can masochism be learned? Absolutely. Anything can be trained. If you want to teach a submissive to enjoy pain, you associate it with something they love and enjoy. 
for 20, 40, 60 scenes, as many as it takes, until you slowly slide away the thing they like, and then suddenly there's just the pain. But it still feels good. The body will learn if the spirit is willing. Mm-hmm. I have to say that when I first read this, I thought... 20, 40, 60 times. <laughs> Who has that much Who has time? That much, well, I don't know. What, are you going to die quick? Uh, well, hey, I got nothing better to do. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I realized that if you want it badly enough, it can be done. Because that's basically what she was saying. And the point is that the, the word masochism might look shiny to a lot of people. Like, I, I want to be a pain slut and I want to be a masochist because more people will play with me. How badly do you really want it? Do you want it badly enough to put that much effort into it? Because really, anything that you want, you can somewhat train yourself to do. Like, you've, you've spoken before about how you can... Uh, improve your orgasms and you've tried that you you go into great detail about the different techniques that you can use and the truth is not a lot of people are going to do that sure and the reason is that it's just they're not willing to put in the time exactly and i think that this is no different and i i love that she hit on that point and even the even if you do put in the time there's no guarantee of the exact result can you improve a lot of things absolutely can you gain better focus on things absolutely the idea, I mean, I had some, in general, I agreed with everything in the post as far as the process and as far as how some people start with, um, they don't really like pain, um, they don't think they're a masochist, but they start putting in that time and that environment is created with the top and over time, because of, like you said, all these other influences that are positive, they relax more, and then they go through that process, and then all of a sudden, they'll get that high that comes, that meditation, that high, that awareness. And that, I think, is a different type of masochism, where they tolerate pain to get to a high, but then there's the type of masochism where, like, the when you hit them, they love that sensation that intensity whether their nerves respond and now we're getting into like neurobiology and there's all these things because there was things that she said where it's like oh you can keep re-releasing the hormones you know over time and there's all these different things and we're not scientists there's a lot of amazing uh posts on the 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 neurobiology of of pain and how it releases all the chemicals that it does and i would suggest perverted podcast listeners go and look at those things (laughs) but i do think there is more of a range and the whole idea of if you want something bad enough sometimes can also be dangerous because Sometimes that's not influenced by your desire to experience something. Sometimes that's your desire to please somebody. That my master, Dom, mistress, uh, wants me to take a lot of pain and love it and love what they do. So therefore, I'm going to do my best to learn how to love this pain, which I think in some ways can be dangerous because you're not doing that for yourself at that point. It's not genuine. And I don't know if you're actually going to achieve the end goal. Yeah. I, I actually, I totally hear what you're saying and you're absolutely right. I mean, if you have your heart set, I'm finding sexual satisfaction from pain. That's the kind of masochist you're going to be. Your body may actually not really. It just might not that. work that yeah, way. But I, and I can't, I'm not doing her post, uh, and sure, because it, it's really uh, 
the what she was talking about was the many different areas it can take you. And, and, and then you just got to let it go and see where your body is going to take you. Cause, so it may not be exactly what you thought it was going to be, but holy fuck, you are going to learn a lot you about your body. You are going to learn. And that's, that was what was amazing about the post and the fact that she used such huge numbers. Because so many people come in, I've seen so many people come in, and they're like, why aren't I subspacey? You know, I should have this in three plays. And sometimes it's, it's like, you know what? You're not going anywhere. The kinky people aren't going anywhere. Give yourself some time to explore yourself at your own pace. Enjoy what your mind is giving you a piece of the time. There are so many parts of our lives where we're doing this. I'm doing this right now with my girls musically, and we're enjoying the process. We're not trying to force this. There's in kink in our relationships, and there's, there is so much that people try to get to that goal, and they fuck the race. You know, because you get the prize. Great. You have the prize. Now, what do you have? Nothing. You just got a fucking medal. You know, it's the, it's the race. That's the exciting part. That journey of discovering yourself a bit by bit. And you lose so many nuances and so many wonderful lessons because you're trying so hard to just get to that goal. You actually miss life. And I did that my whole life. So when she talks about, hey, this may take 40, 50 times for you to get to somewhere incredible, I applaud that because that's what I wish more people and I wish myself all those years. I always quit before the fucking magic because it wasn't happening fast enough. And so I looked for a cheat. So anything you want in your kink, in your relationships, in your life, there is something to be said about just digging in and saying, I'm going to enjoy this process. Yeah. That's great. It's a great life lesson, too. So wonderful. good. Wonderful great post. post. Yeah. Anyone else? Nothing? Nothing? Okay. It's a very quiet Craig Harry, just get up there, God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I got bashful. Um, I was going to say that one of the biggest obstacles that we have is self-judgment and criticism. And I've found it personally very helpful to notice. And it's kind of a... Um, a meditative practice to be able to observe yourself mm-hmm. and pull away and go, oh, I'm being critical of myself right now. Isn't that interesting? And what does that come from? And how do I get away from that? Because it's really not helping, except for it's helping me to learn to not do that shit anymore. Right. So, yeah. That's a great tool. I, actually, that reminds me, I, I think I've heard Creative Explorer talks about something very similar when you're going through a tough time when it's something that kind of to disassociate yourself and, and look at what's happening and say, huh, look at that person. That person is in a lot of pain. Wow. What's, and you observe it from a completely different point of view. Um, oh, that's the duality. That's, that's very similar to I was explaining to, to Bunny and, and Mark. Um, that that's a, a style, also a style of reparenting, where you actually treat yourself as the other person and you take care of that kind of younger exploring uh, kind of thing. Hmm. Very interesting. This post is leading us in the mind. Interesting. Area. We're going to go existential pretty much too, and then all of a sudden we're all going to start <laughs> floating, and we're going to be like a giant amoeba, and flaming hot Cheetos are going to come ah, in and start where do you get that raping from? girls. Are I want to know what they're doing in the chat room. Are they raping <laughs> girls in there? Unger? <laughs> Unger? Is there uh, any flaming hot Cheeto fucking going on in the... Uh, no, but we are talking about food, oddly. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know if we could talk about the person that we're talking about because okay. we don't have his permission. Is sure. it Hollywood Daddy? No, it's not. No. Okay, so... <laughs> but we're talking about bacon. 
Um, bacon, bacon food. Yes, yeah, bacon. bacon. And how good delicious. bacon is in eggs, and and we're talking. We're actually just talking <laughs> just about just talking food. about what you doing, bacon. Just talking about bacon. Yeah, just. But we are actually talking. Oh, at a pepperoni display. A, a, a pet peroni? A what? What's a peroni? Pepperoni. Oh, display. pepperoni. I thought you said a pet peroni. <laughs> a pepperoni display. I'm like, what the hell's a pet peroni? The fuck is, oh. What fucking what that witchcraft are you kids coming up with now? Nothing. This is my pet peroni. <laughs> what else, Unger? <laughs> Anything? Th- that's really all we're talking about Man, right now. Man, you we're, guys well, are... J- I want to be in the chat actually, room. we were talking about um, play versus punishment. Ah... And punishment, and when it's good, when it's not, and and kind of that whole spectrum of where that line crosses and things like that. Hmm. Do you believe in physical punishment of a uh, for me? Or I give it to someone else. Slave or submissive? For you, in, it happened in to me once because right. I'm a brat, right? And he told me there are two things that are going to go and get me. I'm going to go get that damn paddle that you hate, right? And one is taking off your collar without permission, and the other is putting your clothes on without permission. And I just, I was so angry with him at the time because he gets that fucking smug look on his face. (laughs) (laughs) And I just got to poke at it. Like, again, I've said this before on the show. All I could think was, who does this motherfucker think Mm. he is? He can't push me around. I don't need no man to tell me what to do. (laughs) You can't hold my thunder. (laughs) So, of course, he hadn't locked it around. I had this big phobia against uh, having it locked around my throat, and so right. I wouldn't let him. So I just kind of looked at him, and I ripped it off. And ah, <laughs> <laughs> that moment you crossed the line, yeah. you drew your line in the sand, I was put the battery <laughs> on your shoulder, and said, "Go ahead and knock it off." I was simultaneously excited and terrified because, of course, he chained me down to the bed, and oh my god, that fucking thing hurt so much. I have never transgressed since then. Huh. And it was the hottest thing, probably, that I've ever gotten to do with him, because I'm a perv. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. I didn't do it to manipulate him. I was just so furious, but it was, you know, a perk that it was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I never told him that, but of course, I just opened a big, fat mouth, and he'll hear it now. Now, he just knows you love that paddle. <laughs> you just let that the paddle ended up being an incredible thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Okay, what else is going on? Uh, do you want to do, let's do some fucking advice first. Sure. So we can end. Wait, right. wait. There's a button. There uh, is. I really, I, I booked my appointment today with with the ophthalmologist. Good. I saw it on the calendar. By the way, did you realize you put it on the perverted podcast calendar? And I'm all, oh, Bookie's got that, an eye appointment. Isn't that? Uh, isn't that? Uh, I hear you're going for STD testing too tomorrow morning. <laughs> yes, we have a. It's on there the, as well. Me and the girls are going in the morning. <laughs> now you know, Kathy. I in do. case I die, <laughs> take the girls to the clinic. Just like a poor bunny. <laughs> hey, we're being responsible. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. I always found it funny that we, we pretty much are going to tell you, this is what you got to do, but we always start with the caveat, uh, don't listen to what we're saying. Well, it's well, just, I you know, mean, that's for legal purposes. Because, you know, they we are in danger at all times, Kathy, of being sued at all times because we have so much just, but we have if you have nothing, all this the storage shed yeah I, I was raised by wild jews in the wilderness <laughs> and a lot of them are attorneys and you you don't sue someone with no money that's that's, a, that's no true. nobody's so gonna we're take safe. that case we are so safe yes. we can do anything pretty much we want and no one will ever sue us they're gonna take this foam microphone cover huh 
not the fuzzy thing. The microphone. See, the microphone yeah, is creepy. Yeah, but that headset that's falling apart on you. I keep telling you, use some of that PP money that we, our listeners send. Hey, us. we're going to talk about that later. But uh-huh. Creepies and Captain Fantasy are going to help us use some of our perverted podcast money to actually get us listeners. There's certain like little pay things or whatever. I didn't realize I volunteered. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did volunteer for that. Volunteer to help get us some goddamn more <laughs> listeners. Because we have all the equipment we need. Yeah. And it, now and we it, just need more listeners. Well, we need listeners. Which so doesn't it, mean we don't love the listeners we have. No, we love the listeners we have, but it's, you know, we've been kind of, you know, we're growing very slowly, but it's just like, hey, there's things that have to be done now that I don't know how to do that maybe you put a little bit of money into and it exposes you to some more people that can right. benefit from our show. And Creepy and Captain Fantasy yeah. are the ones to do it. They're, they're at least going to point me in the Help right us. direction because <laughs> I am... I can only look in the same 10 websites telling me the same stupid things that don't work. We're pretty pointless, you and I. It is true. Yeah, it's scary. So what do we got? Let's go on. So Aurelia uh, has sent us a question. Good old Aurelia. Yes, Aurelia was a past volunteer of ours until she actually got a Ah. life. And uh, Ah. see, this is why. Ah, what? You need a new headset. No, I don't. I just, you know, I have that thing in the ear when you just need to stick a thing in your ear. And it was. It's. I am. No, no, not the knife. <laughs> Q-tip. <laughs> Give me a Q-tip. No, you're not going to do that in the middle of the Mark, show. You're going to put a Q-tip in your. Yeah. Oh, it's man. making my teeth numb. I like how everyone's like all like, "What's going on?" It's the Q-tip. Thank you. It's the Q-tip. Mark- you know what I'm saying? When you get that like wax, and you're like, "I'll oh, just shut." Oh my uh, god. Ah. Uh, oh. Oh dear God. Oh. Fuck it, bitch. Uh, oh, my God. This oh. show is her, his hit in all-time low. Oh, God. Hey, I'm not lighting my ear here and fart. The, ew! Stop showing me the Q-tip! <laughs> God! Honey, can you throw this in the trash? Thanks, she, pumpkin. Mark does that's not look happy girl. to be throwing that's that a thing good away. Girl. She's okay. going to be a surgeon. She'd fucking see more than that. Yeah. Wax. All right. Wax. <laughs> Let's move right along. All right. Aurelia was a past volunteer, and ages ago, ages, she wrote us a question. <laughs> And I happen to be searching through the stuff. Well, I get rid of this email, get rid of the Latin, and then I see this fucking question. So if she's even listening, she's going to go, about fucking time, motherfuckers. It's been like a year. Right? Uh, a while she's ago. She's already written a, her own book I on know. the topic. <laughs> so this is not going to help her, but hopefully it will help anybody who's listening. Boogie, you wrote something, and then you put it on the on the pervertedpodcast.com about how to host a party. And it was sure. really good. It was very detailed. It was about people, who, for people who are in areas with not a lot of. Uh, uh, kink going on, or maybe there is, and they want to host their own party, and it was very detailed, but she still had questions. She says, thank you for taking the time to write a page on how to create a play party. I had an idea and decided to run with it, but I could use a little guidance. I'm going to run a tasting or try it event for the community I am affiliated with. Thank you for being the inspiration behind making this move to create a party. So can you go over, for anybody who's listening doesn't know what a tasting or try it event is. Uh, a, a tasting, try it event. We've been doing these here at Threshold for years. Um, and uh, and so we've got a lot of experience. There's other parties that are also doing that uh, now. Uh, it's not anything original. It's basically a sampler. So if you're doing a uh, a bacon festival with all of our listeners in the chat room, you're going to go and try many <laughs> types of bacon. If you're doing a BDSM sampler, you're basically going to have little booths set up and you're going to do 
uh, little samples. So they can do tastes. Yeah, so you get yeah. like a little taste. It's not a full scene, you know, you don't get all the bacon. You just get enough to taste it and see whether, you know, you can maybe be interested to, to go further with like that. Like Costco kink. Costco kink. So what you need for that is a, so like say first you're going to do is you're going to pick the things that you're going to. Well, wait, she has actual questions. But oh, okay, yes, that's it. good. So okay. so instead of like here at Threshold, in a lot of places, we have full two-hour classes on sure. one topic. So right. if you wanted to, if you're new to kink and you, you can attend any of these events and go and sample 10 or 12 different things and get a better idea of what direction you want to go in. Right? right. Okay. So she had three questions and you can answer each one. Uh, the first one is, what are good things to have people try? This is, this is where, this is a great question. Because this is where you run into things like liability and whatsoever. Um, if you're going to do a sampler and you're going to bring in people that aren't in the kink community or maybe you don't have a kink community so you don't know how involved people are at what level of experience you are, you're going to want to kind of go with the safer things to begin with, like spanking, flogging, maybe very, very light rope bondage you know, by somebody who knows how to do bondage very well that can do just some basic wrist cuffs and things like that to not get in too much trouble. Um, you're going to probably want to, uh, you know, maybe violet wand or some sort of electric play with TENS unit or something like that, something that you're not going to get in too much trouble or leave permanent marks and bruises on people. Keep the fire play, keep the, you know, keep the bull whips, all of those stuffs. Keep those out of your early samplers and tasters until you really get kind of, you know, an idea of who your audience is and if they're going to be interested in that. All right. So you, you mentioned spanking. Spanking, flogging. Rope. Uh, rope. Maybe uh, some pet play. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe role play. play like role that. playing. That's good. Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, good. we do needles and knife play and, you know, we do all sorts of those things, but we're an established dungeon and the other places that do it are established dungeons. And so, you know, people are going to a dungeon, so they expect a little more. If you're not, if you're just going to rent a place or do this at a private party, you might want to, you know, just kind of take it easy the first couple ones. All right. And the second one is, how do I explain the difference to people between this and another regular play party? I think you did a pretty good job of that already. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're letting people know, hey, this isn't a full, full-on play party. This is just for tasters. So a lot of times you'll do it like it's kind of a social. Like when we, we for years, we've done our events uh, at Threshold. And it's kind of like you do the tasters, but then the thrust of the event is is social, you know, that people are getting to know each other. But there's this little bit of kink there. Yeah, because some, I mean, I don't know, she might have a play party after. She might want to advertise. There's no play at this event. This is yeah. This is taste. Yeah, this is just, I mean, it really depends on what you want to be responsible for if you're going to have people and who those people are and how you're going to vet your people that are coming. If you have an entire vetting process where it's only going to be people who have gone through these hoops that I have set out, you're the one responsible for it. So you can set up whatever rules and whatever that makes you feel comfortable to have that, and then they get to decide whether they want to jump through them or not. Okay. Finally, she asks, is it okay to use other dungeons' rules if I get their permission? Absolutely. If the rules work. I don't think you need permission either. Yeah, you don't, you don't need it. Rules yeah, are like rules. Th- I mean, Threshold, like I said, we've been around for 34 years at Threshold. And there's been, you know, Janice and all these other societies before us, you know, we're going to pass out. We're going to we're all just regurgitating good ideas, you know. So if it's a good idea and it looks like it works, then use the idea. Yeah, I, I really I, I don't think Threshold would have any problem if someone took. All we of do our that. We send out all the, all the time. People literally people literally call us and they say, hey, like with the DM manual, with whatever. We don't have it's not like. 
I can't imagine like what why the seek like we're not gonna sh- our safety rules we're, <laughs> you make your own and die in a fire for a couple times that's just fucking retarded <laughs> you know so we just are like hey we've you know we've been doing orientation at threshold for 34 years we have a pretty good orientation that covers a good amount of information so we've had people come in from out of town and ask for our orientation. And you guys have literally given people your orientation script. Yeah, yeah. here, do what you do. What you, same cheesy, shitty jokes. <laughs> See if they work in Oregon as well as they don't work in Los Angeles. Well, that's good. That was basically all her questions. And Aurelia, if you're listening, I'm so sorry it took us so long. I hope your party went well. Please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how it went. And for the other perverted podcast listeners that are interested in it, please, by all means, we're not, I tell people this, that actually do email us. I know it seems like perverted podcast is listened to by millions of people, and they are all reaching out every four seconds to us, and we have no time to uh ever email you back we we don't we're losers we get like maybe <laughs> an email every it's couple true. days <laughs> so it's not like look how far back i had to go in our <laughs> history to find this so email i mean and if we don't get back to you it means we probably accidentally we deleted forgot. it so yeah. just said and, it. but we were i respond to everything that's there even just to say hey thanks for yeah. whatever but you can definitely, we're, we're not at the point to be ignoring that's true. anybody. And you can also go to pervertedpodcast.com and see this entire thing that Boogie wrote out on how to start a play party. And or a munch. And or munch. And it's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So uh, I can't wait to get my exam. <laughs> There's always a kink you don't know about yet. So let's learn one now on Fetish Roulette. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Here we are. What? What does it say? What do you have? Two lines written there? Shh. Trying to make it sound like it's this big thing. Shh. Two lines, Boogie. Here, here we go. Here it comes. <laughs> Kathy? Yeah? <laughs> Are you a slut for a red butt? Huh? <laughs> huh? Okay. <laughs> does the sound of daddy's belt make your heart melt? Aww. <laughs> Does pissing in a bowl give you a wet hole? Huh? What? Where did that come from? Uh, oh, that's not the right fetish. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Oops, sorry. That's, that's wrong, next month. <laughs> wrong piece of paper. <laughs> well, if you said yes to any of these, except the last one, perhaps, you're probably into spanking. Shut up! <laughs> Bare bottom over the knee, military school discipline, Kentucky fuck monkey, good girl spankings, punishment spankings, public humiliation, over the desk, over the car hood, just a pat with a warm up, no warm up, gropey spanks, count the swats, be sassy and get more sp- swats, a Howard Stern flashback, rhythmic butt bongo fiesta. <gasps> there are thousands of ways to spank and a million variables of each style. You can go as light or as hard as you desire. And that is the perfect level of spanking for you. Today we'll be talking about spanking. You're really into it. Um, I'm surprised given how last week you pissed and moaned about having to do spanking as a fetish. I I was just like, oh, come on, everyone knows spanking. And then, of course, you all had to fucking jump on me like I was some kind of bad man. And you were (laughs) right. It is something very important to talk about because it is... It is a foundational type of 
sadomasochism or non-sadomasochism. It's a, it's, a, it's a foundational form of sensation play. It is like probably one of the first. It's the easiest. You don't need any toys. You don't need a lot of experience. You only need a few tips to get started to actually give a really nice spanking to someone. And there are some very significant ways that you can give a very bad spanking to somebody. So we should <laughs> definitely cover. I can't wait to hear what those are. We should cover. Well, I mean, this is one where I'm going to want, uh, you Get know, back. some in- input yeah. because everyone has a different style of spanking. Everyone has a different desire for their effect. You know, there's discipline, there's, you know, punishment, there's role play, there's sensual, there's all of these different things, and they all get a different effect. And we're not going to get into, because we started, you guys were like, hey, what about clit spanking and face spanking and tit spanking and all these spankings? Those are absolutely, these, the principles that uh, apply can apply to almost every area, you know, you're, but we're going to just focus on hand to the buttocks. Uh, the buttocks. The buttocks uh, <laughs> today. So now, Kathy, how do you like to give and get a spanking? I enjoy... The, spanking is is at the top of my list, by the way. I love being spanked, and I love spanking. And my favorite way to deliver hand spanking is bent over a table. Nice. Uh, getting a spanking? Anyway, I, I have no preference. Just The only problem is I don't have a high uh, tolerance for pain. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I tire... Now, I get people impatient because you can never take it that far with me, but with the right partner who realizes that it's not a matter of just whacking away. Exactly. Sorry. Then it can be amazing because to me, when it's being done to me, uh, what really excites me is uh, the discipline, the authority. Sure. Um, and, and that's not just about the spanking. Sure. It's about the humiliating position you're in. It's about what you're being scolded while it's happening or you're being made to do something you don't want to do. And, I really like how you pointed that out because I, you know, you, I've spanked a few and uh, everyone Wait, has a their, few buttocks, a few buttocks. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people, they get that thing in their head. And I did when I first I was the I was a one, you know, I was like a romance porn novel spanker before I got in the lifestyle. I thought it was you just beat the crap out of them, got turned on, and fucked them. And that was the spanking that I did. And that is definitely a style of spanking. And it did have a desired result, but I didn't understand anything about dynamics, warm-up, any of those things. It was just, I just knew this one thing. And so basically, if you didn't fall into that one category, then whatever I was doing to you was completely lame. And I like the fact that you say you can't take a lot because there is a there's a whole magical process of just taking your head down a notch and going, I don't have to redden and blister my hand on this ass. I can adjust down to this level instead of, ah, 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 I can just, and still have that same authority and get those same, you know, those little eeps and those reactions, but I don't have to muscle through it, right. which actually gives you the ability to make it longer and build kind of more of a thing. And those, those can either be, I mean, and it works even for people who do like pain, that kind of drawn-out spanking is kind of like the good girl, the good boy kind of spanking. Yeah. There's a lot more to spanking than just slapping someone's ass. Uh, the, to a lot of people, uh, having someone across your lap is such an, an intimate 
way to be spanked that uh, there's all in my in my experience I've seen a lot of sexuality involved when that position. Oh, absolutely. Is used. There's yeah. so there's so much. You have so much access depending yeah. on on where they whether they're over the knee, on the bed, laying over over your lap, even over over a table. Of course, you have great access to yeah. to penetrate and right yeah. uh, hands and knees with your. Your head on the floor and your yeah that's the, the, what, what I call that the reverse fuck monkey something. is that what that is yeah I gave it a weird name hey I'm fine you why, why, why we have to what did, what did I say oh, I don't know Kentucky <laughs> fuck monkey that's what that's called yeah, that, that's a Kentucky when fuck you're monkey. sitting in a chair and you're sitting with both your feet on the floor the top and uh, the bottom has their legs over your legs and they're facing down like their face like you were saying their face on the floor. And so they're kind of hooked over your legs, and you have their ass right there, and you just kind of... And their legs are spread, yeah. and your pussy is exposed. As women, we spent our lives being taught to keep our legs closed. Yeah, To be in that, that position is so humiliating and so hot at the same time. Kentucky fuck monkey. <laughs> that's what that's <laughs> called. make that up? From now on, that's called the Kentucky <laughs> fuck monkey. That's it. That's what we're going to do. A couple things I, I wanted to, to point out for people who are are new to this idea of spanking. I think we've established that there's all sorts of levels. The first thing is going to be your warm-up, depending on your type. If you are going for discipline, punishment, tears, uh, shock, terror, no warm-up. You just go in. You say, bend the fuck over. You start whacking the hell out of them. You get your reaction. That is a one style of spanking. For most styles of spanking, that you're going to try to accomplish some level of arousal, sensation, meditation, euphoria, you're going to need to warm up at a certain level because when you hit somebody hard right off the bat, you trigger the sympathetic nervous system, which is that fight or flight, which is a whole different reaction. Um, whereas warm up, when you start just that tapping, that groping, stretching the ass or vagina open, that type of things, it, it sends the messages to their brain. Hey, something's going on here. It's not hurting me, but it's definitely doing something. What's that noise? Studio. Oh, it's the studio. Oh, studio. Oh, fucking dicks. Yeah, if you're going for straight discipline, completely different spanking right. than if you're, you're, going, you're looking for, you have another goal. Sure. If your goal is you're being punished, well, and that's in a power exchange dynamic. So this is what I love about spanking. It, it just has such a broad spectrum. It can be something that you're being disciplined because you are in a very strict power exchange relationship. You transgress, you, you broke a rule, and it is not fun. Right. And you're being punished so sure. that you remember not to do that again, all the way to sexually, a sexual spanking. Sure, absolutely. And everything in between. So, sure. this, and you, like you said, you don't need any implements but your hand, and it is my favorite way to go. That was good. Creepy, can you go and make sure that their door's closed if they're recording? And just because uh, we have neighbors that are fucking assholes and they leave their doors open while they fucking record. And they're never going to listen to this. Uh, so. no, huh? <laughs> they, no, you just go shut the door on them. Um, fucking rude pieces of shit. Did I mention I'm passive yeah. aggressive? Let's get back to spanking because spanking is wonderful. Um, uh, the only real safeties, there's a number, there's a couple little safety things. The, the main thing to remember is know where the tailbone is because spanking someone on the tailbone or coccyx is a very easy way to harm somebody and or break the coccyx, which is usually not something that will inspire future play. Uh, now, with that person. I know that you can do that if you're using a paddle, but can you really you break that with your hand? Absolutely you can. Depending, I mean, everyone, do you know who needs more calcium in their diet? 
You don't know. You know, people have different levels of bone density. It's a fragile area. You can you can sit down hard if you trip and sit in a wood chair hard. You can break your tailbone. Happens all the time. So of course, if you ram a hand against that, you can absolutely break the tailbone with your hand. Mm-hmm. So you want to know where that tailbone is. So a great way to do that is you have two hands. If you have two hands. Um, then take your thumb with the one hand and kind of run it up the crack, you know, towards the top of the crack from the lower back down the crack a little bit and kind of feel for that little bony protrusion. And that's the tailbone. If you don't exactly know what it is, look online and look at some, <laughs> you know, a skeletal like, uh, you know, animation and go, oh, it's around there. And once you put it there, just kind of leave your thumb there as kind of a guide. And then you kind of work the cheeks, you know, around that and right. start doing your warm up there. Upwards has different motion. Upward has a dis- different sensation than downward. If you're cupping your hands and slapping upwards um, from the bottom of the cheek up towards the ass or vagina, you're actually creating a sensation that goes into the genitals, which actually feels really tingly and wonderful. Um, if you are slapping downwards uh, from the top of the buttocks to the feet. Um, that creates a kind of pulling against the muscle, which can be more painful and stingy. So there's a bunch of like little things that you can learn to do things differently. Right. But also different parts of it. If you're doing almost to the inside of the thigh or that, you know, horrible, painful spot for me, which is right where your butt ends and your thighs begin that crease. That's the so su- painful. And, and that is the sweet spot That's for a sweet. lot of people because That's there's, <laughs> there's, I think there's like three big nerves that run under the ass cheeks in that crease. And so that's a lot of sensation. There's a lot of stimulation and signals. And so for some people, when you spank them kind of in that spot, it's just like an overload of, yeah. it's painful. of chocolatey goodness yeah. all over. I like to, I like to canvas the entire area. You can go all around those two globes and absolutely in between and yeah backs lots, of the thighs of uh, backs of the thighs hurt more another thing to say is you can spank almost anything <laughs> just know your anatomy so you're not hitting on joints and and you know bony places that's kind of bad and if you spank someone in the in the head you know that that has its own don't do that dynamics but we're sticking <laughs> we're sticking with the butt um, the hell but is the there? area is good. The inner thighs, the inner back thighs of the is thighs. good. Backs of the thighs yeah. are good. Backs of the thighs tend to be a lot more sensitive than um, the buttocks. Um, the sides of the thighs, the tops of the legs on your quadriceps, those tend to be um, uh, just a whole different type of sensation and pain, like a deeper, thicker pain. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both like, I'm like, who's getting a spanking? I know. Who? Who? Uh, Mark, dang. everyone is volunteer. Kathy, what are you going to spank some people? No, I think you should. You haven't spanked. Anybody. I haven't spanked Mark in a long time. Mark, get over here. Mark, I got to. I'm just going to put this right here. So we're just going straight from uh, going. fetish I, roulette to uh, a little just bit of spanking. Get over. Get over. Here. So we're going to do an over the knee. So hang a sec. You wearing any? Oh, it's good girl. No, no, no. Come over here. Why don't you <laughs> lean down? And under, there you go, and just put that. This actually works. We've never done this. How how lame of us! Done, I have never. Can you hear that? I can hear it. I never. Ninety three shows. <laughs> Ninety three fucking See, shows. And I this never is what Na- Nala Puppy Girls was saying. Just go with it. Go could, with it. <laughs> I could literally put a girl over my knee where I'm sitting and put my <laughs> microphone. Right there. Oh, look at her little ass. That's a perfect view right here is what I'm getting. 
Damn, she does have a nice ass. Yeah. Two and a half years, I still lust after it. For, I like how everyone's just standing up. I do. See, so notice I have my hand cupped, so I'm getting that kind of pop. If you have your hand flat. And it doesn't hurt it. Like if you've been doing it for a while and you need a break for your hand, that's a great thing the to do. The, yeah, because you're giving it some relief. But nice and upwards. Uh, it's a, a lot more jiggle when you go upwards. Yeah. Oop, thigh, upper thigh. Thigh. You can kind of close your hands a little so you make like a loose fist. So when you hit it with the top of the fingers parts, you're not punching it. You're actually kind of flopping your hand down. <laughs> and that gives some nice I've thud. never seen that. And that just gives more thud. Especially in the sides and those deep muscle tissues. That can actually bruise if you hit too hard. That's nice. And then the most important thing that you're going to remember about spanking is you have them over your knee. You have this ass there. You grab each cheek with a hand and very gently you're going to spread the cheeks apart. Not too hard because you'll rip, but you just give a squeeze and you kind of pull it open and you're stretching open the ass and pussy. It looks or like the, you're massaging just, her just, ass. It pretty much is yeah. a massage of the ass. And if you keep doing it, it'll keep stretching more and more and then spank and then squeeze you know this is a good thing you bring up is is the breaks that you need to take mm -hmm. and both for your own hands and for the bottom absolutely because then you can prolong it absolutely if you just burn them out by spanking too hard okay you get a five minute spanking scene and they're done yeah. but if you go at a nice slow pace you can keep this going for a long time. I am a big fan of the nice slow pace, the steady pace that you've got right now. How you feel? Okay. <laughs> you got to check in. She's really light, but if, if you're doing a this is an over-the-chair lean, so she's actually hanging over. And her hands are on the floor. And her hands are on the floor, so you got to check in with the bottom and make sure that she's comfortable. That's why I like it on the bed where you put up pillows and they just lay across your lap and they just zone out. And you get a nice good girl spanking like that. Yes, Carrie? And you don't want to do an OTK over the knee right after a heavy meal. <gasps> oh, my God, no. York. That is a very good point. <laughs> yes. All right. Couple good. You ready for a couple good squats, pumpkin? Okay, here we go. Oh, that's good. Another one. And then you get two hands in here. Try not to hit the microphone. Good girl. Oh, and that is our show. <laughs> um, I actually don't know if this is part. I can't believe I forgot this. Thank you. To, okay, so let's thank everybody who was here for, for this show tonight. To Unger and everybody in the chat room. Woo! To the Uncle Creepy and Captain Fantasy who have been volunteered to help perverted podcasts. <laughs> to Carrie and her wonderful boobies. Woo! To Mark and her lovely ass. Oh, <laughs> and that's it. And to you, Boogie. Thanks. <laughs> Look at her. Look at her little face. She's kneeling She's so at your relaxed. Feet. How sweet. Do you feel okay, honey? Yeah, you have a nice smile on your face. She likes spankies. She's very sweet. She's a good girl. Money's gonna get some later too. <laughs> <laughs> if you have questions, comments. <laughs> I'm like a 12-year-old pervert every day of Please my life. Please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, if you uh, want to support Perverted Podcast, 
Besides your wonderful emails and show ideas, if you want to check out our Patreon page, whatever that thing is called. Patreon.com forward slash perverted Why don't you do that? <laughs> I can't ever see I it. will. You do. Patreon. Patreon stuff I think like you're, you're a little high from spanking. I'm a little high. Spanking a little, high. A little high, my little girl. Especially there, since she's kneeling at your feet. Ah, that's, that's just so gorgeous. adorable. That is just so gorgeous. So anyway, that's the show. Show 93. Yes. Show 94. You guys ready to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> All right. Orgy time. All right, peace out.